What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's going on? It's Johnny King. Thanks for joining me. Um, if you've never seen the show The Prophet, it's on. Uh, what does it stream on? It streams on Peacock. And it is uh, my favorite, one of my favorite, as well as some of my family members' favorites show. Very much a show for entrepreneurs. And essentially, uh the star Marcus Limonis comes in and by using his own money, he saves businesses. And he often talks about how when businesses are failing, it's the result of a breakdown in one or a multitude of his three P's. So it's very simple. It's just either people, product, or process. Either it's you know the leadership or the product sucks or the process in, you know, uh, manufacturing or providing a service, um, that sort of thing, something like that has broken down, right? So it's really, to me, it's fascinating to see how he comes in and it always, he always makes it seem so simple. <laughs> People seem to overcomplicate their businesses and then he comes in and turns it around and uh, he's not always successful and when he's not successful, usually it's because of the people. But um Anyways, it's it's uh, it's a brilliant show, and I love it. Now I say all that because one of the things that he really struggles with uh, throughout the show, probably the, the things that's that's the most difficult, is what? What do you think it is? Yes, it's the people, right? Product and process, uh, those things he can put in easily. It's the people sometimes that are really resistant to change, right? Now, I was watching an episode just the other night with my with my brother, and uh, there's this guy that ultimately is called like Fit Fuels or whatever, you know, and this is back in 2014, 2015, um, when kind of before there was major, major players in the home delivery service of like prepared meals, you know, healthy prepared meals. So this guy's kind of starting his own. He's built his business very quickly within about a year to doing like over a million dollars, which is really impressive. But this guy is kind of your uh, stereotypical male personal trainer. He's big, you know, he's muscular. He's, uh, for lack of a better word, like kind of meatheadish, right? He's... Um, He's full of drive and ambition, but isn't super intelligent when it comes to, um, you know, <laughs> spending things on, uh, spending money on the right things, uh, working with people in certain ways. And so ultimately he's grown this business, but he's, he's kind of undercutting his own legs. Uh, 
And as my brother and I are watching it, um, the guy is actually relatively open to Marcus's suggestions and coaching. And yet, um, when they have kind of like a company-wide intervention with this owner, the owner has a really hard time becoming vulnerable or even like, you know, having his employees actually feel him, you know. And so that got me thinking about myself. And sure enough, then that led lent itself to a conversation I had with my therapist about how I have, um, well, I say all this because he, the guy in the show really can't uh, grasp how people experience him as uh, controlling, as uh, extremely intimidating, as confronting. Like he's kind of just a bully, right? Kind of like a bull in a china store when he comes in and just is like, cool, tell me what you, tell me what you feel about me. You know, tell me this, tell me that. And people are like, whoa, 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 like freaking relax. In turn, you know, it, it had me reflect upon, I've been told on multiple occasions, um, and you may even feel this way being a listener, that people know intimate things about me but they don't necessarily feel an intimate connection with me, right? Now, when I say intimate, I don't mean like, you know, romantic intimacy. I'm just talking about like uh, like, a, a, like a deeper level of connection and feeling that you have with someone, right? And then ironically enough, there's a lot of people who I meet and I feel similarly, right? And so it got me, again, reflecting on the idea that, like, well, who, you know, if, if there's two people, let's say, in an intimate relationship, or whether they're in an intimate relationship or not, but if they're not feeling each other, who, who decides who's going to be vulnerable and go first, right? And the answer to that is kind of a trick question, but the answer is always, like, we have to take responsibility for ourselves, Right. I cannot just sit back and harp on people like wishing they would be more intimate when, uh, when I'm not maybe leading first, right? And so I was talking to my therapist about like, well, what does that mean? Because my thought goes to like, okay, to, to be intimate, to share intimate things about myself. Like I do that all the time on the podcast. I do it in my book. I do it with people. But oftentimes I actually don't let people in to feel me, Right? And it's not really a conscious thing. I think it probably really goes back to me not feeling safe or seen as a child with my mom, you know, raising four other children and doing it all on her own primarily because my dad was working a ton and, um, and just not feeling like, you know, I could be what <laughs> I wanted to be because it would upset the apple cart or rock the boat. My mom would stress out too much if I, you know, wanted to be whatever I wanted to be in terms of like showing up emotionally. Right. So that certainly has prolonged itself into adulthood. Um, and so I struggle sometimes to really show that intimate kind of vulnerable emotional side of me. And so I was like, I telling, I was telling her my thought when I, when I think about being, you know, sharing intimate information with someone always kind of just the picture in my mind goes back to like, uh, breaking down, crying, you know, getting overwhelmed by emotion. And she's like, no, not, not always. It's just like having someone feel you. I was like, 
okay. <laughs> and so she actually suggested, she's like, the best way to start is actually going back to maybe some of your siblings and maybe recounting some some past uh, experiences that were emotional and just to check in with how they went through, like losing my mom, for instance, or growing up without really my dad around when he was, you know, working hard on his business or when we lost the dog or, you know, that to just kind of touch base with them and, and share those things or let them share those things with me and then in turn share those things with them. Like, because we, we have that joint common experience of something from our childhood and yet we have different perspectives of what happened, right? And they were emotional experiences. So I was like, okay, that's really cool. That's a good, I can take that, you know, and, and work with that, right? So that's kind of what I'm going to do. It's something that I would recommend you, you do too, because I do feel like particularly men more than women have challenges being emotional, expressing true, like intimate connection and feeling. And I'm no different, even though I can share and be open and honest about things on the podcast, chances are good that you don't always necessarily feel me, right? Now, I can tell the story that I start my book off about losing my buddy Scott uh, in a climbing accident, and you probably would feel me uh, differently than as you'd feel me right now, because I, I tend to relive that experience when I tell the story, right? Where other times when I'm saying something, I'm talking about, you know, my mom passing or my divorce or my dad coming out of the closet, like I've, it's, it's just become more of a story than an experience. And so those are the things that I'm kind of leaning to, especially when it comes to like storytelling, connecting with people, is that anyone can talk and tell a story, right? But people who, who truly are, um, I would, again, for lack of a better word, like influencers, people who make a difference in the world are those who allow their emotions to be felt. They communicate, right, their their intimacy. So anyways, quick podcast. I suggest if that resonates at all and you need to like open up more uh, and maybe you don't feel safe is like to go to the people who know you best, whether it be family, maybe your parents, your closest friends and practice there and talk about things that maybe were um, emotional. It doesn't have to be like sad emotion. It could be fun emotion, happy emotion, um, fear, you know, anger, uh, joy, excitement, right? Any type of those emotions and really kind of lean into to feeling those because that's what I'm doing. I'm certainly, I'm, I'm just passing along the same homework that I was given by my therapist although she would correct me and say you know she's not giving me homework it's just something to to think upon and resonate with so but for me coach to you listener it is homework so fucking do it (laughs) anyways uh yeah i hope that resonates it does for me that's what i'm working on in the coming days and weeks and I would love to hear what happens if you get to practice some of that. Um, it really is literally the, the, the difference between evolving emotionally um, or just continuing to stay in your head um, and say, oh, that's, this is a good podcast. This is a good idea. But nothing actually changes. You have to do the work. You have to walk the talk if you want to, uh, as I'm working on, you know, move from <laughs> two feet down from my head into my heart more regularly. 
So anyways, you're the best. Thank you for listening. We'll catch up with you on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. Take care. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.